to the Cultivating Calmness podcast. My name is Kayla Vance and I am going to be your host today. And today I wanted to talk a little bit more about testing and why it's so important. And when I say testing, I'm talking about blood tests, urine tests, saliva tests um, that you would traditionally get through your primary care physician. Um, and why as a therapist, I talk about these things with my clients and why I recommend them. But before I get too much further into that, um, I'm just going to ask a question. So if you're listening to this and you have had symptoms going on in your body and you felt like just something is off, something is wrong, and you've gone to your doctor and they have had you do some kind of blood test and you've done the test and it comes back and what does your doctor say? Well, everything looks perfect. Everything looks great. You're fine but you don't feel fine, right? You don't feel fine because something is off and you know your body and you know that something is not right. So I'm here to talk about why that might be the case. So um, when I recommend getting tested, I recommend getting usually full panels. And so if I talk about hormones, so there's lots of different tests you can have done, but hormones is a good example of where you can get different results depending on who you talk to and what kind of tests you get done and when you get them done. So if I, I've definitely had this happen, I've had people come and say they, well, they, I've had my hormones tested and they all came back fine. Cool. Or I've had my thyroid tested and it came back fine. But when I ask what specific hormones you had tested, what specific thyroid hormones you had tested, and they can tell me, you know, one or two. Well, I can tell you that that's not enough. That doesn't give you a full picture of what's going on. Um, I guess it would be like if you had a painting on the wall, you know, if you had, uh, you know, the starry night and we just took a corner of it and we showed it to you and we said, this is the picture. Would you have an idea of what the whole picture looks like if I just gave you a corner of it? Probably not. You wouldn't get the whole idea of what that beautiful picture looks like. I would have to show you the whole picture for you to really see the whole picture, uh, not just a section of it. And that's what traditional hormone testing does is it's giving you a snapshot. It's giving you a little bit of information, but it's not giving you all the information that it could be giving you. Why is that important? Well, if you're feeling like something is off and you've done the testing and your doctor says everything is fine, you might start to believe like, well, am I crazy? It, you know, is something really going on? Um, you know, or the doctor recommends that you do some other procedure or you take some medication then because you're feeling off. But really, if they haven't looked at the whole picture, they don't really know what's going on fully inside your body. Okay. So this is why like, you can go to your primary care doctor and you can ask for a full hormone panel. Traditionally, that might mean that they are going to recommend, um, it, it will cover testosterone, um, one estrogen, which is usually estradiol, progesterone, and cortisol. So they might test all of those. Uh, they might not test all of those. And, um, if that's what they did and they came back and said, oh, it's fine. Well, great, except they haven't looked at 
all of your hormones. Do you know how many estrogen hormones you have? Any guesses? There are 10. There are 10 estrogen hormones, okay? So the most common one is estradiol, and that is the one that can be tested and found in your blood. So if they did a blood test and that's all they did, that's what they would see. They would see um, estradiol and I believe progesterone. I could be wrong. Um, <clears throat> so they aren't able to see all the other estrogens in your blood because it can't test all the estrogens in your blood. Well, what else do you need to test? Well, to get a full idea, you would want to first get all 10 of your estrogens tested, your progesterone, your um, testosterone, your um, cortisol, which would fall under the adrenal hormones, uh, your cortisone, your creatinine, and your DHEA, and you want to get a full spectrum. So blood, saliva, and urine. Urine traditionally is going to show you what is being excreted, what your body is obviously getting rid of, flushing. It's not telling you what your body is holding on to. Um, so blood can do that. Um, and saliva may be able to do some of that. Um, and cortisol, if you've gone and you've had your cortisol levels tested and you know, you're just feeling drained all day and they test you in the morning and maybe you're really good at mornings. Um, well, your cortisol is probably going to come back looking just fine, but it's not just fine. You're feeling like crap. So your cortisol fluctuates throughout the day. It should start off lower, go up in the morning, kind of come down throughout the day. Uh, and you want it to be going down in the evening, right? But some people, their cortisol is off and that's where you maybe have those night owls who have that sudden burst of energy in the evening and their cortisol may actually be going up in the evening when it should be going down in the evening. You know, when the sun is going down, we should be going down, not be getting a burst of energy and be wanting to do more and able to do more. We need to be doing less and getting more sleep and going to bed. Um, and so that could be a sign that your cortisol levels are off. But if you're not testing throughout the day to find out what that pattern is doing, you know, where your cortisol levels are morning, afternoon, you know, late morning, mid afternoon, evening, then you're not really going to have a good idea as to what your cortisol is telling you. So this is kind of what I mean when I say get a full hormone panel. Uh, so you can request that of your doctor. You can be specific. And, you know, if you are working with me, we could look up different labs you could ask them for or different tests you want to ask them for. And that way they can specifically re request or run those labs for you. And if you're using insurance, then those may be more likely to be covered versus if you go to a private lab um, to get tested, uh, which you can do, you can go online and you can request testing and a doctor signs off on that. And you can get the test done. You can take it to your doctor to review. Um, those may not be covered by your insurance. They could be. So if you're looking to have things covered by insurance, um, you may, I don't know what would be covered if you take that route. And uh, another really good option would be to see maybe what we might call a non-traditional provider. So that may be somebody like a chiropractor, a naturopath, a holistic healer, um, like a health coach of some kind, uh, something along those lines who will do this type of testing. 
Traditionally though, these providers are not covered under insurance. They could be, you may be able to get them covered by your HSA or um, some kind of super bill or something like that. Uh, but even that may not be covered by your insurance. So just keep that in mind. Testing can be fairly expensive, but if you're you know struggling and you feel like you're just throwing like darts at the wall or you know spaghetti noodles at the wall and just seeing what sticks, um, this may be the route that will actually get you some answers and give you a pathway to getting back on track. So full hormone panels are important, but first you have to know what a full hormone panel is and what you actually are needing to find out that information. And it's important to find out that information because it does give you the whole picture. And I know it can be very frustrating to go to your doctor and hear everything's fine when you don't feel like everything is fine. Uh, and I know I've heard this from my clients and I recommend like that they do further testing um, or they do it again because you know I may be seeing symptoms of things that could indicate that there's a problem and that's not a problem that as a therapist I cannot uh, you know, find out myself. Uh, so you know we could look at your labs together. I do have training in that so I could help you look at them. I could help you kind of process what you're seeing and we can discuss like lifestyle changes and what that might mean for you. Um, and these are all things that I can do as a holistic therapist with you, but I cannot physically run the test for you. I could just recommend that you look into something and that you can um, get further answers and you can look into these things to help you make the progress and get the healing that you're looking for. Um, so I think I mentioned, you know, your adrenals cover um, cortisol, cortisone, creatinine, and DHEA. So if you're only testing one of those, you're not getting a full picture. If you're only testing one estrogen, you're not getting a full picture. If they're only testing your blood, you're not getting a full picture. So you want to get, a, you know, all of the things tested to really get that full picture. So if your doctor's not doing that, you can request that they do that. You can tell them that that's not enough and that you know why and you know that that you need they need more information if you aren't getting it from your doctor you may need to look elsewhere and i know that's difficult uh, but that may be the step that you need to take and so there are different providers out there where you can find these labs um, there's like quest diagnostic you can find them online um, and depending on your area if you just type in like local you know, blood testing labs, a um, bunch will pop up and you can kind of do some research and see, and a lot of them will have their own sets of tests and things, and you can pick and choose what tests you want. And again, they have a doctor on staff that will sign off on those. You can get the answers, you can take that to your doctor, and then you can, you know, move forward with getting answers or treatment. Um, you can get a Dutch hormone test. That's like the if I say top of the line, that's the gold standard, I guess, for getting um, like your hormones tested. It's going to test all of those things that I just mentioned as far as, um, you know, estrogen and testosterone and um, adrenals. And it's going to find out like where everything is at, um, you know, a certain day if you're a woman in your cycle. Um, and, you know, for men, men and women have the same hormones. They just have different levels of hormones. So that's important to know as well that the men have estrogen too, 
they obviously just don't have as much estrogen. And so women have testosterone. We just don't have as much testosterone. And so if our levels are off, we're going to experience things, we're going to experience things that we should not be experiencing. Um, Another test that is common that I hear people talk about real quick is thyroid testing. So if I mention, well, have you had your thyroid tested? And I hear, yeah, um, got it tested. They said everything was fine. Cool. Um, typically, what we find when your thyroid is tested, traditionally, they're looking at one, maybe two or three numbers. So the traditional um, test that they're doing is on your TSH. Um, and if that number is high, they'll look at that and say you have hyperthyroid. If that number is low, they're going to say you have hypothyroid, but that couldn't be further from the truth because they're only looking at one number and there are, I think eight or nine numbers, nine, nine or 10, I could be wrong. Um, numbers that you need to test to test your full thyroid because just because the TSH is high or low or even on point and normal or within range doesn't mean that your thyroid as a whole is doing well. So if you're listening to this, you're watching this, some other numbers you might want to consider and tests you want to know if you're, if you're thinking that your thyroid is off, you want to test your TSH, your T3 free, your T4 free, your T4 total, your T3 total, your cortisol, your thyroid antibodies, your T... Um, uh, so your reverse T3, and I think I'm missing one or two more, but you see what I mean? Like if you're just testing your TSH, there's all those other numbers you were, you weren't tested for and you didn't get an answer on. And then on top of that, your thyroid interacts with your hormones. And so you can test just your thyroid, but if you also test it with your hormones, that's going to give you a well-rounded picture. You know, it'd be like having the foreground in a painting, but not the background. Like if we want, we, we kind of want both. You know, um, if you're a Bob Ross fan and you watch Bob Ross and he keeps adding things to the picture, right? If we took something out of that picture, you'd know something is missing. You know, you'd still have a beautiful picture, but you want more. We want more because we want what is going to give us the rest of what we need to know. Okay. Um, let's see. I was trying to think, oh, another common test to finish us off is like getting your iron tested. So how many of you have gone to the doctor and you have the symptoms of like low iron, which would be like cold extremities, hair loss, um, like difficulty sleeping, low energy, shortness of breath, things like that. You're always tired. Um, and they come back and they say, oh, your iron's, you know, your iron's normal. Well, if they were just testing like your iron or your hemoglobin, the iron in your blood, um, then they're not testing the right thing. And what they need to also be looking at, like they can test your hemoglobin and your iron in your blood, uh, which is like the mineral that's carried in your blood that carries oxygen, like your red blood cells. But ferritin is the protein um, that stores iron. So it's how much your body is storing of the iron. And so if that is like depleted or low, right? That's going to have a greater effect on all of those symptoms than just testing your iron. Um, like if you go to donate blood and they test your iron and you do the little finger prick and they stick it in the little tube and they, it's been a little while since I've donated blood. Um, but I think if it, if it sank, you were good. If it floated, you did. Uh, I don't remember which way it happened, but you know, one of those. And if it did what you didn't want it to do, let's say if it floated and it was supposed to sink, then 
you, you couldn't donate blood because your iron was too low. Well, that's what that is testing. But ferritin is going to tell you what's stored in your body, which is going to have a greater effect on all those symptoms. So that's where you're going to find out, like, am I truly iron deficient or not? And that is what's going to help you to know, like, what supplements you need to take or what your diet changes you need to do. Because whole foods are going to affect you and, and going to be better for you than, than the, um, like, synthetic vitamins. Um, but either one is going to hopefully help you improve the iron stores that you have in your body. So when we talk about testing, that's what I mean. When I say get a full panel of whatever, we're looking to get the whole picture, not just a portion of the picture. So when, if you come to see me and we're working together and this comes up and you know, you are able to pull up your labs or bring them in, we can look and see like what numbers were actually tested the last time you were tested. And maybe you could go back and request further testing and get more information. Or we could talk about providers in the, your area that you could reach out to, to get additional testing and to find out more answers. Because as a therapist, I can only work with you so much, right? We can work on trauma and body sensations and emotions and thought processing. And we can do all of that work, but that is not going to change your hormone levels. Okay. That is not going to change how you know, low your iron is or what your thyroid is doing. Okay. That's going to be lifestyle changes. And we can talk about those things, but I can't make you make the lifestyle changes. I can't make you do those things. Yes. Going to therapy may lower your stress. So that could affect your hormones. That could affect your uh, thyroid or your cortisol. It could affect those things, but lifestyle changes are going to affect them greater. So that's like diet, exercise, um, whether you have a lot of toxins in your home, um, like lots of other things to consider, which again, we can talk about in therapy as it affects, you know, your mood and your mental health and your mental well-being. but you are going to be the one that's in charge of that. You are going to be the one that needs to change those things, not me, which is why I think it's so important to talk about these things in addition to the you know, therapy work that we're doing, you know, the trauma work that I'm specifically doing with you. Um, because you, know, we will see greater improvement in our therapy if you are able to make improvements outside of therapy. I hope you found this helpful today. If you have questions, feel free to send me your questions and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you for joining me.